Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Well, it's hard to believe a week of the Olympics is over. Week of wins, losses, tears, controversies, and I suspect some very early mornings and late nights for lots of us. Australia is currently 19th on the medal tally, one gold. Haven't we heard a lot about that? 12 silver, 7 bronze. The USA and China top the tally with 54 medals apiece. Foxtel Olympics presenter James Bracey very kindly updated us last week on the show and he joins us again with the latest from London tonight. Hi, James. Evening, Lee. You've got a great show in store. I'm honoured to, uh, to help kid off the hour. <laughs> and I'm honoured that you're honoured. Good on you, pal. We thought things were a little controversial and negative when we spoke last Sunday night, but things have just got worse when the week with the week that went on. Oh, I tell you what, this game, it's had it all. Like you say, the controversies, the tears, the smiles, the world records, double medals. It's had a bit of everything. I mean, we've had badminton teams pulled out of the competition for throwing games. We've, we've had, of course, a drug accusation pointed at Chinese women's all week. And in the end, Australia's been copying it too for, as you mentioned, that one goal that we won on day one. It's amazing to think, and if you are comparing it to recent games, it is disappointing to see, but when you see so many silver medals being pulled in total at this point, it's been a game for Australia where it's just been oh so close, but not close enough in yeah. terms of goal. We had a bit of whitewash in the swimming, a fair bit of that, James. Oh, well, it's all wrapped up now. I mean, I think, it's, yes. I think the Australian officials would be saying, thank goodness, because in, if you compare an overall medal tally for Australia, we finished equal third overall, which isn't that bad. But when you look at our one gold medal, compared to 16 to the United States of America, I think we can well and truly call a ceasefire to that rivalry that's been talked about over the last few yes. games because the Americans, they're in another realm. Eight goals for the men, eight goals for the women, a fair share across the board, and they were remarkable. We saw the rise of the French winning uh, yep. more than four gold medals here at the game. They'd only won four medals in swimming leading into this Olympics alone. So they've risen, the South Africans have risen, the Chinese have risen picking up five gold medals, the Japanese, the and everyone's caught up with Australia unless it's in their wake. So it may be a wake-up call there for Australian officials to try and see what's happening. One of the points of contention is whether or not our trials in March, almost six months out from the game, hinder us when you look at the USA who did their trials in June on the eve of the games and they're coming in with some red-hot form line. Yeah. What are the officials saying, James? I mean, we've heard so much from the swimmers this week, but what are the officials in the team saying to explain our performance? It's, it's, they've been trying to play a pretty straight bat and focus on how close we came, but we were just unlucky. I think unlucky is the big word they, they're liking to use here. And we were in some respects, but we were outgunned most of the time. And I'd say 11 of those 12 fillers, that was the case. There were some athletes for Australia that were talked up and were talking the talk and just unable to walk the walk because they hadn't raced since March League. They hadn't been out there against yep. world-class competition since the Australian trials. And that's the exact opposite to what all these other swimmers from South Africa, France and the USA, China and Japan have been doing. They've been racing. Yeah. They know what their roles are doing. And they came in here in Australia's eyes flying under the radar. And so for Australian officials, there'll be a post-mortem. And there will be big decisions made. Um, one thing is, though, time, I guess, they would see on their side because it's another four years until Rio 2016. But you're going to get the ball rolling now if you're going to make those changes. Yeah, too right. Brace, part of the uh, the post-mortem has already 
mentioning increased government funding for sport. Yeah. It's something privately, to be honest, I fear because I think that's just such an easy thing to say. There's a lot of money poured yeah. into this elite level of sport. Is it that easy, do you think? No. No, I, I, don't, I don't think money is the sole issue that needs to be solved here. I think uh, the type of coaching the Australians are getting, you have a look at the Chinese, the bulk of them are coached by Australian Dennis Cottrell on the Gold Coast. And this is the coach that led Grant Hackett to all his Olympic success. And now he's teaching the Chinese yep. how to swim like Grant Hackett and better. And so in the 1,500 metres on the final night, Sun Yang broke Grant Hackett's world record. And th- this is from an Australian coach. So he's obviously doing something right. The, the thing is, though, the Chinese are paying, out, paying these coaches better money and they're giving the coaches incentives to win gold medal. I'm sure he was receiving bonuses for every gold medal one of his swimmers got. So whether or not we have to look at where our great coaches are going or what they're doing or whether or not our swimmers are paying enough attention to the detail because Susie O'Neill brought up a good question. The Chinese work ethic just seems to be in another status. I know. The Australians at the moment. We need a bit more mongrel. And whether or not the coaches are actually calling the shots or some of these swimmers are dictating it too, there's a bit of point of contention there. So it's a debatable issue, Lee, and I think this one will rage on for quite some time. And I just hope there are some changes made because it, it does hurt with our, uh, our rich history in swimming uh, to watch us miss out on so many medals that we possibly could have and should have won. Yeah. Got a few more silver and bronze medals last night. We expected to come away with those ones, Brace? Yeah, Mitchell White, he was always going to be there or thereabouts. He's a silver medalist at world championship level and he came in here not really knowing um, what he could do. Uh, and he was there with Henry Frame, the other Australian. He missed out that Mitchell White finished silver behind Great Britain, who has just been phenomenal over the past five days. But missed out on gold medal for three and a half days and now all of a sudden they got 14 and they're five clear in fourth place in the medal table. And they won three in the track and field last night. Denny Samuels was there for Australian in the women's discus and Unfortunately for her, missing out, uh, she's won the world championship before. So she's been out of sorts for a couple of years now, just trying to find out where she's at. But it was great to see Henry Payne in action. Um, we've picked up, now that the rowing's finished, we picked up more on the rowing and also the triathlon too. Erin Denton, uh, it was a dramatic triathlon for the women. We saw one of our Aussies, Emma Moffat, go down on the bike. Um, and Emma Jackson came home in eighth. And there yes. was a sprint finish between a Swiss girl and a Swede <laughs> for the line as Aaron Benjamin came in for the bronze. So, uh, look, so many silver and bronze. Lee, we've done well, but I'm really looking forward to Olympic Park tonight. It's same Blake. was just going to ask that. Yes. So he seemed pretty cool last night. You know, didn't seem oh. to be pushing himself too much. And that, that, that's what's actually quite entertaining to watch the season because they have to go through the heat process. Yes. They just get to where they need to be to make sure they're in the top three to go through and you can see them looking left, right, having a little jog. And It's remarkable to think you can actually switch off and jog at 100 metres <laughs> and still beat everyone else. <laughs> and Johan Blake is doing the same. He beat uh, Usain Bolt in the Olympic trials. He won the World Championship last year after Usain Bolt was disqualified. It, it, it could come down to being the best 100 metre sprint of all time. The anticipation over here is fever pitch and don't write off a staff of power. Justin Gatlin, okay. Tyson Gay. It is an amazing field. So what events should we be looking at for Australians this week, Brace? All right, sailing. That's where we're going to win some gold. Tom Slingsby is looking amazing. And okay. uh, so I expect that to come early in the week. There'll be at least one sailing gold for Australia. Some of them before the games told me that Australia could win three down at Weymouth and Portland. So we're looking for some hope there. And then it kind of all, all comes down to our team events with the Kookaburras um, looking great. They're the hot favourites to win gold in the men's hockey. Hockey Roos have actually been playing pretty well. Our women's water polo team is a chance for a medal. The men probably there or thereabouts. Our basketball team, the Uncles and Boomers, have been struggling a little bit. 
Um, and then, of course, all eyes will turn to Steve Hooker and Sally Pearson yeah. in the Olympic Stadium as yes. well. So Sally, the favourite and the world champion in the 100 hurdles, and Steve Hooker, can he overcome those years? All we need is one good leap like he did in Beijing, Lee, and yep. he can defend his gold in the pole vault. Great stuff. So when's the closing ceremony on? Uh, that's next weekend, Sunday. It's right. Sunday here, so I think that's a Monday morning for you guys back yeah. in Australia. I can't okay. believe it's a week away. Well, hopefully we'll be talking to you before that if you've got the time, and I'm sure you're getting ready to... Um to listen to the Spice Girls perform in the closing ceremony, Bryce. <laughs> yeah, already starting to think about my holiday too. Oh. European summer, oh. bring it on. <laughs> Thank you so much indeed for joining us, pal. All the best. Thank you, Lee. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.